time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side of MAAA Large School Showdown of the girls' side on Thursday as the Farmington Knights played host to the North County Lady Raiders. And our own Glenn Berry's got the recap from Black Knight Fieldhouse in Farmington. The Farmington Knights and the North County Lady Raiders faced off in a large school MAAA conference matchup on Thursday night with the host team Farmington coming out on top 52-42. It was senior night at Farmington, so all five starters were from the senior class of 2024. A couple of those starters weren't regular starters, and early on, Farmington had a little trouble getting their offense, well, started. Still, North County could not capitalize, and at the end of one, we were knotted up at 11 apiece. In the second quarter, both teams battled back and forth with a last-second shot by Alyssa Ludwig pulling North County back within one at 19-18 at the half. Third quarter saw Addie Mann get into foul trouble, picking up her fourth foul and allowing Farmington to extend their lead to seven at 37-30 by the end of three. In the fourth quarter, more foul trouble, this time for Allison Scott of North County, and that allowed Raylan LaCava and company to take over and extend the lead to as many as 15 points. Still, North County pulled back within 10, but that's the way it ended. Farmington wins it 52-42. After the game, Farmington head coach, Rusty Sanchegraw. They just kept plucking away at it. Um, you know, didn't finish very many shots inside early on, so that made a big difference for us. Second half, our defensive rotations on the press were a little bit better, and, and we got after it a little bit more up top. So, um, you know, I thought it was a big difference in the game. Farmington got 17 from Raylan LaCava, 12 from Bryn Johnson, 8 from Aniston Mapes, and 6 apiece from Mackenzie Tucker and Shelby Bowling. North County was led in scoring by Alyssa Ludwig with 19. Allison Scott had 9, and both Amy Layden and Reagan Pierce had 6 each. Farmington gets St. Genevieve next on Monday night, while North County will take part in the 43rd annual Hillsborough Tournament on Monday. Their opponent is Seckman. Farmington improves to 10 and 4 overall, 1 and 1 in the conference, while North County drops to 4 and 11, 2 and 2 in the MAAA Large School Conference. Once again, the final score Farmington 52, North County 42. From Farmington for KFMO B104 Sports, I'm Glenn Berry. Glenn, thanks. Other Thursday action on the girls' side in conference play. The Central Lady Rebels top the St. Genevieve Dragons 69-35. And the big conference game, Fredericktown was at Potosi, and the Lady Black Cats trailed at halftime 24-19. They led after 3, 33-32. And they outscore Potosi in the entire second half, 34-19, to pick up the winner. Fredericktown over Potosi, 53-43. On the small school side, Valley Caledonia played host to Arcadia Valley. The Lady Tigers win that one, 69-22. And the West County Lady Bulldogs played host to Kingston and picked up the winner, 59-37. And non-conference games, Bismarck was at home against Van Buren, and the Lady Indians won it 57-34, getting 19 points from Haley Dickey, 18 points from Ashley Hawkins, and 14 from Morgan Randazzo. Boys basketball from Thursday, Arcadia Valley was at home against Valley Caledonia, and the Tigers get that win, 72-56 in a conference game, while Bismarck beat St. Paul on the road, 69-40. Coming up today on the local side, a big conference matchup from the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse, and a rematch of the Central Christmas Tournament Championship, as the Central Rebels host the Farmington Knights. Central head coach Brad Gross expects another thrilling game tonight, after the big game between the two teams in the Christmas Tournament Championship. I think both these teams are, you know, just full of a lot of really good athletes and a lot of competitiveness, so I think every time they match up, it's going to be a pretty good show. Farmington head coach Garrett Callahan looks back at that Christmas Tournament Championship game with Central and what needs to change tonight. Never really felt as close as it probably was, you know, because I I just know how good they are late in games and how, how well Joe can 
can uh, control a game, if they have the lead, it's so hard to come back against these guys. So, um, you know, I just hope we can show up next time and, and battle and not play scared early on and, and make some shots. Tip-off tonight at 7.30. Coverage on KFMO starts at 7. We'll have live video on the website, kfmosports.com. Other conference games on the large school side, North County is at Fredericktown, while the Potosi Trojans host St. Genevieve. And on the small school side, West County is at Valley Caledonia, and the Bismarck Indians are at home against the Kingston Cougars, while St. Paul plays at Zelma. And boys and girls wrestling tonight, it's the SEMO Conference Tournament. NHL, the St. Louis Blues were in action on Thursday against the Washington Capitals on the road. Alex Ferrario with the Blues Radio Network has the recap from all the action in Washington. Last night, the Blues went out on the road to take on the Washington Capitals. First time these two teams have met this season, looking to snap a two-game losing streak. In the first period, T.J. Oshie would score a power play goal. The Blues would get one back, though, as Nathan Walker got his second goal of the season parked in front of the net. 1-1-2 tie after the first period, but then the second period, penalties piled up as the Blues would have three power play opportunities. They would go 0 for 3, while the Washington Capitals would get two power play opportunities and go one for two. Also, would score two even strength goals from the second period into the third period, early in the third period, to take a four to one lead. Nathan Walker would get one back to make it four two, but then TJ Oshie capped off the hat trick night with an empty netter as the Blues fell five to two. First time the Blues have lost three straight under Drew Bannister. Now 21 20 and two on the season. They'll take on the same Capitals team Saturday night at Enterprise Center, 7 o'clock puck drop, 6.30 pregame skate on the St. Louis Blues Radio Network. Alex, thanks. Blues interim head coach Drew Bannister after his team went 0 for 5 on the power play. Power play as a whole, we just, they have to be better. We have to execute. That's that's plain and simple, and it, it bled into the rest of our game. It, it uh, didn't give us any momentum at any time. Blues defenseman Justin Falk on the team struggling offensively in recent games. Sometimes I think we're trying to do too much with the puck, and we haven't been scoring a lot of goals, so um, some guys probably are feeling a little bit more unfortunate. So um, it's a tough, tough give and take there. Um, when you're not scoring, you, you try a little harder, and you probably grip your stick. I know it's a cliche, and everyone says it, but um, you're thinking about it a lot more, and um, probably playing your game a little bit differently and a little slower. The Blues and Caps play again on Saturday from Enterprise Center. Coverage on B104.3 at 6.30 with punk drop at 7 o'clock. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs play Sunday in the AFC Divisional Round. They get the Buffalo Bills on the road. Chiefs head coach Andy Reid on Bills quarterback Josh Allen. Great competitor. Um, real good football player. Again, he's got a knack for making plays and when they need plays. And... Uh, not that he does it the other times, but he, when uh, when they need one, he's willing to step up there. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes on the opportunity to end the Bills season again this year. The Bills are a great challenge. I think everybody understands that. Uh, uh, they've gotten my number a lot of times. We've been lucky enough to get them in, in the playoffs, but um, they beat us earlier this year, so we understand that we're not to play our best football to win the game, especially at their place. Um, but uh, it's not about ending someone's season for us. It's about uh, just advancing, trying to find a way to survive in advance and get to the next round. Chris Jones on facing the Bills Sunday in Buffalo. We're very familiar with the Bills and how the dynamic their quarterback is. Uh, such a competitor in the team. Um, they've built a playoff team over the last few years. They're playing exceptional from since we played them last year. Um, the game has improved throughout the throughout this the rest of the season and 
into the playoffs. Bills quarterback Josh Allen says little things might determine the winner in Sunday's playoff game between two opponents very familiar with each other. We've played this team once throughout this year, but really we've played them every year for the last, I think, four or five years. So um, I think it's two teams that are very familiar with each other. So the wrinkles that they put in, that we put in, that we adjust to, um, you know, those are going to be key to, to winning this game. And Bills head coach Sean McDermott, what does it say to him that the Chiefs and Bills will meet once again in a playoff game? I think it's a testament to, to a, who they are as an organization and, and the, the success that they've been able to have and then sustain. It's a credit to, to their organization from top down and I think there's two good organizations and two good organizations and teams that have earned the right to be here. The Chiefs and Bills on Sunday 5.30 kickoff. Coverage starts at 4 on AM 1240 KFMO. And NCAA men's basketball, the Missouri Tigers host Florida on Saturday and tonight it's a tip-off of 6 o'clock as the St. Louis University Billikens are at VCU against the Rams. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis.